Welcome back, Mornings with Ron listeners. We're so happy to have you join us this week. Have a special week for you. As you've heard on many of my podcasts over the past few weeks, I refer a lot to the Bring Smiles to Seniors program. And this is a program that I founded three years ago that works with schools, individuals, civic groups, and corporations to make and decorate greeting cards that we then deliver to senior communities all across the country. We started with one senior community and we now deliver to over 417 in all 50 states, along with uh, 13 Meals on Wheels programs in 11 different states. So it's kind of grown. So I thought what I would do for this particular podcast is actually introduce you to the Bring Smiles to Seniors journey, let you know how the program started and uh, what's happened to us over the past three years as the program has progressed. So this week is all about that. Sit back and enjoy as we start with the first message called Filling the Hole in My Heart. Do you ever feel like there's a hole in your heart and you can't quite figure out how to fill it? You know, there are many good things in your life like family, job, living situation, and friends. However, you just don't feel quite complete and you know that there has to be a little bit more out there to give your heart the food that it needs. Well, this was me more than three years ago. When you're suddenly faced with an unexpected life occurrence that throws your very being off kilter, you have to make adjustments mentally and emotionally that you never thought you'd have to make. Even when my grandmother was diagnosed with dementia, we still got to enjoy her at home for quite a long period of time. Unfortunately, my mom and dad had to deal with her worsening condition as she lived with them. And when it got to the point that she was hurting herself and potentially others, the decision everyone dreads had to be made, and thankfully my aunt and my mom, together with the doctor, made the right choice to place her in a place where she could get the professional care she needed. And that was really when my life changed. I remember my first visit like it was yesterday. I didn't know what to expect, how I'd react, and most of all, how she would react to me. And as I entered the doors, the place was nice, and it was clean, it smelled good, and the staff was friendly. As I walked down the hall and into the dementia ward, I was met with a myriad of faces. I remember distinctly the woman holding her dolls, the man and woman sitting side by side, and the lady constantly crying out. There were faces that knew you were looking at them, and faces that no matter how hard you looked and said hello, there were only blank stares in return. Some were walking, some were in wheelchairs, and others were confined to their bed. And I knew there was some that had entered those walls and would never see outside again, and my heart was sad. My grandmother was one of the active ones, and at this point, she still knew me. We were lucky. She was one of the ones that did not put up a fight and only asked occasionally when she'd be able to go home. And so she settled in pretty well. And visiting her, I had the opportunity to speak with nurses about their experience in the community. And that's really where it all changed. I learned that there were many not as lucky as my grandmother, many who were alone and forgotten, some that never got visitors or contact from the outside, others that just needed a loving touch from someone other than the daily professional care that they were receiving. I knew that there was something that I had to do and realized that there had to be a difference that I could make. It was during this time that the Bring Smiles to Seniors program was born and the hole in my heart began to close. So starting with this message and over the next messages, I'll take you on that journey to where we are today and share the experiences that helped me nurture my soul and thousands of others. I will share with you some of the insights from the beginning and give you a view into the Bring Smiles world that many of us are now a part of. And so it begins. 
As I spoke with the nurses in my grandmother's nursing home, I quickly realized that there were many in her community that were not as lucky as she. My mom and aunt were great about decorating the board in her room for the holidays, posting pictures of family and friends, and hanging all the cards that she received from well-wishers. However, as I went through the community, I noticed that there were many that had blank walls, no decorations or cards, and also many that needed a little cheering up. I told myself that there had to be something that I could do. Now, my first idea was to put a post on my personal Facebook page and ask all my friends and family to send me cards that I could then deliver to the residents in my grandmother's community. And the response was overwhelming. In true style, many people contributed, and I was able to collect enough cards to ensure that every resident would receive a card. The day came to pass out the cards, and I was quite excited. When I saw the look on the residents' faces when they were handed a card, I knew that I was on to something. There had to be more that I could do. I also knew I could not do it alone and enlisted my friend Linda to go on the journey with me. My second idea was to put up a GoFundMe page and see if I could collect money to buy cards and supplies. We would decorate these cards ourselves so that we could deliver cards regularly to my grandmother's community. The response was again overwhelming. Not only did my friends and family chip in big time, but GoFundMe recognized what we were doing and made a $1,000 donation through their grant program. Linda and I went on our first card buying adventure, and with all we purchased, we quickly realized this was going to be bigger than my grandmother's community and that we were going to have to find more communities in need. I always like to say I had this little idea, one small gesture that would become a seed that we planted that once nurtured with love began to grow into something much greater than we could have ever expected. If you believe it, you can do it, and do it we did. But where? Having made the decision to start the Brink Smiles journey, we now had cards and supplies and a little bit of money, but to what communities were we going to deliver all these newfound cards? How would we get senior communities to realize that we were legitimate and let us into their communities to deliver cards to their residents? Well, I knew the first thing we were going to have to do was create a real nonprofit, a tax-exempt corporate entity with a real name that would hopefully open doors for us. That was when Bring Smiles to Forgotten Seniors was born. We would eventually go on to drop Forgotten from our official name, as we knew that there were many seniors we would be serving that were not forgotten, but that's how it started. I suspected that the places with the most need were likely not-for-profit communities, those with less money but with residents who had just as much need. So I took a chance and set up a meeting with the Senior Care Group Foundation, who had a network of senior communities in the Tampa Bay area. We told them our story, and they believed in our mission so much that they let us go into their communities around the area and deliver cards to their residents. We worked on decorating cards and eventually visited every one of their communities in Tampa, St. Petersburg, and Clearwater. The response from the residents and the staff was heartwarming and wonderful, and we knew we were on to something. Because we had a limited number of communities and were delivering once a quarter, we were able to hand-deliver cards to the communities and visit the residents individually. That in itself provided more stories than you could imagine. Seeing the power that that one small card could bring to a senior's face was amazing, you may as well have handed them a million dollars because that's exactly what the card meant to them. The smiles, the tears, and the joy from that little piece of paper. We quickly knew that we were not going to be satisfied with just the communities we were serving. We needed more. It was also about this time that the local Bay News 9 got wind of what we were doing and did a story on our program. 
Fortunately, our connection with the senior care group provided us credibility to approach other communities who started to let us in to see their residents as well. Linda was not working at the time and I was spending my lunch and after work hours delivering cards. Were we going to be able to do it all alone? Probably not. Plus, we needed more cards decorated and how in the world were we going to find the time to do that? We knew we had to put the need out into the universe. We did and it delivered in a big way. But how? Not only do we need a lot of cards, but we needed a lot of cards decorated. But now that presented two problems. We had to have a source for cards, but once we received them, we also needed to get them decorated on the inside. A dual issue that had to be solved. However, the first issue was getting more cards. We had built a Facebook presence with a few followers, but we needed more. I decided to go out on a limb and spend a considerable amount of my own money using Facebook to advertise the program, and it paid off in a big way. Networks of people across the country got wind of what we were doing, and many card artists, we call them card angels, started supplying us with some of the most beautiful handmade cards that you've ever seen. They started showing up from all over the country, and we knew we had made the connection we needed. But how would we get them all decorated? One of the things that we decided early on in the program was that for this to be successful, we had to have others involved. We wanted children to understand the importance of remembering those that paved the way for us, and we wanted seniors to be reminded that they were loved and not forgotten. We had to find a way to connect this circle of life, and the most logical place was to start with schools and civic groups. Schools came on board, then came groups like Girl and Boy Scouts and soon others. We were able to get the blank cards that we were receiving into these groups and in turn had a supply of cards to deliver to our list of senior communities that was rapidly expanding. Our mantra of connecting the circle of life was born. Never one to rest on our laurels and always wanting more, we knew we needed to expand. The need was too great to just work in our community. Since almost the beginning of the program, we had been receiving cards weekly from one of our donors that lived north of us in Florida. It was obvious that she liked to write cards, happy mail she called it, and we knew we needed to meet her. We set up a lunch, made the connection with Renee, and it was not long before she became the manager of our home delivery program that would send cards to seniors at home through another arm of our ever-growing program. However, could there be more? Well, of course. Also, in our first year, we made a connection with a previous client friend of mine who had a sister in Michigan that was interested in being a part of our journey. I had a call with her and explained our program. She quickly signed on to what we were doing, and as hard as it was to let go of control, I saw something in Diane that I knew was special and that she was going to be a major asset to our program. Before we knew it, the Bring Smiles to Seniors Michigan program was born and has gone on to be something wonderful under Diane's guidance. But were senior communities the only ones in need? Communities and meals and volunteers, oh my. We were starting to grow our senior communities. We had made the connections to school and civic groups. Could there be other areas in the senior population that we could reach? That question led to a meeting with the Pasco County Elderly Nutrition Program. We wanted to see if we could provide cards to be delivered with the seniors' meals and possibly work with their congregate dining centers to have seniors decorate cards for us. Our ask was met with a resounding yes, and our connection to senior meal programs was born. We now provide cards to senior meal programs in 11 states and 13 programs all over the country. A not-for-profit cannot be successful without volunteers to serve as its backbone. We had Linda, Renee, 
Diane, and I, but we needed more. And the most logical place to look was within our card donor base. Those that had been loyal to us in our first year and had provided so many cards. It was obvious that those people were the ones that shared the same passion that we did. We set up a coffee date with one of our local donors in the Tampa Bay area. We knew from the moment we met her that Becky was also going to be something special. Not only had she made thousands of cards for us, but her ability to ask for things and make them happen made her a logical choice for our manager of special events. She could help with fundraising, card decorating events, and other needs that might arise. Our final volunteer was another gut decision that did not let us down. Again, we'd been receiving box loads of cards from a donor in Virginia. We had started to expand outside Florida and Michigan, and we knew we were going to need someone to handle those special mailings. Leanne would go on to make and send cards to communities all over the country as manager of our special mailings, also managing our Meals on Wheels elderly nutrition programs. Our volunteer organization was finally formed, and I could not ask for a more amazing group of people. We had the communities, we were starting to expand outside our two core states, and cards were coming in from all over. We had schools and civic groups decorating for us, and word was starting to get out about our program, and soon we realized that this little dream was starting to become a very big reality. Year 1, 7,719 cards delivered. Year 2, 18,810 cards delivered. What in the world would year 3 bring? And so it continues. The first two years of the Bring Smiles program saw tremendous growth. We had connected to more communities than we ever thought possible. We had built a card donor base, added school, civic, and corporate partners, and staffed our program with volunteers that would help our program be successful. We met every hardship with the will to press on. There were times when we ran out of cards, ran out of money, and wondered if it was all sustainable. However, just when things seemed most bleak, amazing things would happen and we'd be able to go on to live another day. In 2017, we delivered 18,810 cards. Now, I was worried that the card supply would not grow and that keeping up with those kinds of numbers was not sustainable. Therefore, I set our goal for 2018 at 20,000 cards in hopes that we'd be able to deliver. As we entered 2018, I felt something special was going on. We were making connections in the card community that was spreading the word faster than advertising ever could. Miraculously, a few dollars here and there started to appear, and by mid-year it became obvious that our 2018 goal was going to be blown out of the water. That is the power of we. Because our card donors were from all over the country, we decided that we had a responsibility to give back to their states as well. Mid-year, we started the first of our random acts campaigns and delivered cards to a senior community in all 50 states. We were so successful with that campaign that we decided to start with the alphabet and go backwards and deliver to all 50 states again in reverse order. We completed that campaign just before the fall. By late November, we had delivered over 34,000 cards. We knew that this year was going to be something special. By the end of 2018, we had delivered 40,515 cards to over 200 senior communities in all 50 states. We have provided cards to senior communities, elderly nutrition programs, and seniors at home. We've involved schools, civic organizations, and corporate entities in our decorating programs. We started a home decorating program where individuals can get involved that might not otherwise have the means to contribute. We have some amazing decorators that have become an integral part of what we do. And finally, 
we set a goal of, of 50,000 cards for 2019, where we are sure to reach and maybe even succeed that as we are already at 39,000 cards for this year. In October of last year, we were honored with the Tampa Bay Lightning Community Hero Award. And at that point, I knew it was not about me. It was about our volunteers, card artists, decorators, students, teachers, principals, civic group leaders, donors, and corporate participants that believe in what we do. It was about every senior that needed a smile and every person willing to help deliver it. It was about a little dream that definitely turned into a big reality. In this final message, in an earlier message, I mentioned that our in-person deliveries certainly gave us some stories to tell. Because we have so many communities that receive our deliveries now, we're no longer able to deliver in person. We rely on the activities directors in the communities to deliver the cards for us. That means that we have an ever-increasing need for funds to pay for postage and supplies for our community deliveries. However, we have fond memories of our times in the communities, and I wanted to share a couple of them with you. One memory that stands out was when we were delivering to one of our Tampa communities. As we were going into a room to deliver a card with the activities director, she told us that the woman we were delivering to did not speak. She said that we would most likely have to take the card out of the envelope and read it to her, which Linda did on many occasions. Linda read the sentiment from the student who had decorated the card, and you could see a light come into the woman's eyes as she heard the words. When Linda was finished, the lady looked up at us and said, thank you, with a smile. The activities director was floored as she had never heard the woman speak, and the power of a card immediately became evident. In a similar situation, we were in another community where we were with the activities director and approached a man in a wheelchair. The activities director told us that he no longer had mobility, so he would not be able to take the card from us, and again we would have to take the card out of the envelope and read it to him, which Linda did. As soon as she finished reading the card, the man reached up and took the card from her hand. We thought the activities director was going to fall over. It was another card miracle. While there is one story I would like to tell, I'm sure that it would not be appropriate for this site, yet it's still burned in our memory. But one other encounter reminded us that our cards do not always cause miracles. We again approached a resident in tow with the activities director that was sitting on a sofa in his room. In her usual bright, cheery disposition, Linda entered with the director and looked at the man, asked how he was doing, and told him that she hoped that he was having a good day. The man glared at her, and before he knew it, he shouted out, How do you think I'm doing, you A? I'm dying. If you could have seen the look on mine and the activities director's face, it was then that we learned that there was a certain point in your life where you've earned the license to say whatever you want. There are many other stories, but these are the ones that stand out the most. The Bring Smiles journey has been one of the most amazing experiences in my life. It has filled that hole in my heart and given me the answer to the question, why am I here? I hope that you too will find that one thing that nurtures your soul and answers the same question for you. And there you have it. That's our messages for this week. You know, as I tell these stories, I go out and to speak to individuals and groups uh, often it reminds me of the amazing journey that we've been on for this last three years. And it makes me wonder where in the world is this program headed? Every time I think that we may have hit a wall or we've hit a dead end or we run out of money, things happen to make us grow and keep going. And every time I set a goal, it seems that we, we continue to exceed it. This isn't about me. This is about every single person that's a part of the Bring Smiles to Seniors program. 
Everybody who believes enough in what we do and believes in the importance of reminding seniors how important they are and thank them for paving the way for us. This program could not be successful without all of you. I thank all of you who are a part of it. I thank you for listening to this message. I hope if you're not part of the Bring Smiles to Seniors program that you will consider doing so. You can find out more about us at bringsmilestoseniors.com or on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash bringsmilestoseniors. Thank you so much for listening to the messages this week about our Bring Smiles journey. I hope you enjoyed it. And as you go out into this great big world of ours this week, always remember to be the reason that someone smiles.